Welcome to the Onward to Magic podcast, where we're visiting the Disney realms of Marvel, Star Wars, and much, much more. Now, here are your hosts, Josh and Nick. Hello, humans. Rising moons. They say on Batu. What? I don't think that's what they say on Batu. It is exactly what they say on Batu, Josh, and I know that because we were just there. Oh well, that's fine. How are we doing? Pretty good. How was your week? How's your week been? It's been good. It's yeah. Been good. Do you anything fun? No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh well. Forget There's me. No I guess. Fun here. <laughs> did you do anything fun? I did. We went to Hollywood Studios together. We tried the new M&M World at. Disney Springs together. Eminem World, yes, you did. Um, How was that? I am a personal fan of M&Ms. They're one of my favorite candies. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I grew did up with you them. You grew I up did. I got it. Uh, well, my, my grandma worked at it's a chocolate factory in Vegas called SLM's Chocolate. Um, and they like were part of M&Ms at the time. So it's the candy that never melts. Fun fact. It never melts in your mouth. In your pocket. In your pocket. Actually. Does it melt yeah. in your mouth? Uh, it can, yeah. Um, they, it was all, M&M's were actually made for the war, to be honest. <laughs> Which war? <laughs> I'm, pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure World War II. Because like, they, they couldn't like, really keep any snacks at all. So they had to put, they had, they had to put M&M's in their pocket because they never melt in your pocket. M&M's oh. were inspired by rations given to soldiers during the Spanish Civil War in 1932. After a falling out with his father and business partner, Forrest Mars, Sir of Mars Candy Company, moved to England where he began manufacturing Mars bars for troops. So there you go. There we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> so for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the new M&M store that opened at Disney Springs just a few days ago. We went and checked it out. And Josh, it was pretty awesome. Did you get anything? I did. I don't know how big a, we got the medium. I got the medium sized bucket. Um, it's, let's, I don't let's know. call it a cup. Let's say what it is. It, it's, I'd call it a cup. It's I wouldn't call that a bucket. It's like a mini bucket. All right. Potato, tomato. Potato, potato. What did you get? What'd you get in it? What's in your uh, little bucket? So I got some, I, I base is regular M&Ms. Uh, I started off with some nice um, teal colored M&Ms. Then we got some gray, and then I kind of went a little crazy on uh, the rainbow colored for a second, and then I ended up getting pretzels M&Ms, which I've never had before, which I haven't even gotten to them in my bucket yet. Um, the brownie mix, the cheesecake mix, and a few others. I can't remember what I, other ones I got. Um, I got all the flavors except for peanut because I don't care for peanut. Um, but I got peanut butter, caramel, the brownie one, cheesecake. There was a dark chocolate mint, dark chocolate. Everything they had there, I got. 
I'm actually eating my mint M&M &M right now. Good. Is it good? It's delicious. Um, uh, you know, it tastes like Christmas, to be honest. It tastes like Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas in a cup. Christmas in a cup. That's what they should call it. That's exactly. You know what the M&M store didn't have? What? Cold brew coffee. <laughs> the one thing I did that Disney Springs was notorious for. Oh man! Hey Eminem, if you are not Eminem the rapper, um, well, if you're listening too, that that'd be cool. Hey Eminem's, if you're listening, you sponsor us, but we sure would like you to. Yeah, we'd love it. And Eminem the rapper, if you are listening, we would like you to sponsor us. Wasn't there always and an Eminem store in downtown Di in Disney Springs? Pardon me. No, there was one at the Florida Mall. Okay. And that closed last year when everything closed for. Uh, COVID, and then it was supposed to open last fall at Disney Springs, and it just opened just a few days ago. Okay, yeah, because I know that Josh knows. Well, he doesn't really know because he's from Henderson. He's not from Las Vegas, but Josh knows that um, that there's an M&M <laughs> store on the strip of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a really fun store. Three stories. It, it, huh? Nevada? Potatoes, potatoes. Yes, potato, tomato, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, does, does this one have three like levels like the other one? No, it was one level. It was one level. Okay. Yeah. See, that's not good enough for me. I feel like, I just feel like it's so not it good enough. it was big enough for two stories. Probably. Like it's huge and it oh. looks like it's multi-leveled. The one thing I did want to mention and we didn't get to do it. You can, they have personal person. I, I can't say it. Um, customizable M&Ms. Um, you can pick what like gets printed on them. They have because it's at Disney Springs. You can get different Disney icons on there, like the castle, a Mickey head, Spaceship Earth. They have uh, Figment. You can get on M&Ms. Um, we didn't get to do it because they had a long virtual queue for the system at the time. Definitely going to go back and do that. How expensive was that? Josh, like, how, oh, yeah. like how how expensive um, was that going to be to do that? For those ones, I don't know. I didn't see the price. Yeah, there was. I didn't see the price at all for that one. Damn. My little, my little cup, or as Josh calls it, a bucket, I guess, it was $15. Okay, so Josh called cup. it a bucket. Are you saying the, the little cup that you guys were holding in the picture, the Instagram picture? That was, yeah, that was a cup. And Josh that called a that a cup. Josh called that a bucket. I called it a bucket. Ah, all right. Well, you know, potatoes, tomatoes, is that what you say? I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to phase that out as quick as I can. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. You guys also went and rode Rise of the Resistance for the first time. Josh did, right? Yeah. Yes. So yes. We, went so to Hollywood our, we did a whole Hollywood Studios day together. It was awesome. Um, I haven't been to studios in what several months, probably. When was the last time you were there? Honestly, almost a year ago. Yeah. So I like it was like coming. It was like Chewy. I'm home. Experience a little bit. Did you say that? I mean, I thought it in my head when I first entered the gate and I scanned my magic band. Ah. And I felt kind of trashy because I had an Animal Kingdom magic band in yeah. Hollywood Studios. Trash. Pure trash. I mean, I am Hollywood Studios trash. Of course you are. It's fine. Oh, wait, um, so uh, Rise of the Resistance, what did you think? Yeah, Kylo Ren's Runaway Railway. Yes. I absolutely thought it was the coolest ever. It has taken my number one spot now next to Hagrid's Magical Motorbikes. Oh, was that your number one before? Yeah, Hagrid's Magical Motorbikes is number one. But what was your number one before Hagrid's? Uh, that's a hard... Uh, Flight of Passage. 
Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Fop was always a good ride to me. Fop. Fop. So, so describe, describe your experience at Rise of the Resistance, because it was your first time. I had been on it a few times already before, but I want to hear you describe your experience on the ride from start to finish. So you guys wouldn't tell me anything about it, and Correct. I've only ever seen the Stormtrooper picture room. Um, as we're walking to the queue, I'm like, okay, like, it's so immersive. And the first thing I saw, I think I kind of like blew my mind, was the um, the star map that we saw. Oh, in the line. <laughs> yeah, in the line. And I looked at you, I looked at you and Christian, and I was just like, "This is so cool." Well, I was like, and, "If you're getting excited over a piece of plexiglass, I can't wait for you to see the whole ride because that's all that is in the queue is like a piece of plexiglass, but it's like a map on it." I thought it was it was like very accurate to the movie though i felt like it was we were oh. walking onto a movie set okay um then you know we get in that one room with um bb8 and and ray and everything and all those good people and i'm just i don't really know what to expect at all and i see him just rolling around i'm like oh my god this is one such a cool animatronic the fact that he's the way he's moving was just it was almost like he was a prop from the movie exactly um and then I was trying to figure out Ray's, um, how she came up, how she like just holographed there. I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I did. I couldn't tell if there was like glass or anything. If she was being projected onto something or what. It, it was. But, it was a. It was a hologram, Josh. But it was just so cool, and she looked fantastic. I mean, Daisy really is one of my, um, one of my celebrity crushes. So, loved that. And then seeing like the way BB-8 interacted with her, and then Poe Dameron. I probably say that I butchered that who? completely wrong. Poe. Poe I, po I don't know how to say it. Don't make me say it again. Poe Dameron. Yeah, I said Dameron. You said something. <laughs> I didn't say it accurately. That's okay. Um, and but that scene like blew my mind, and I was like, okay, cool. Like we're about to get to the ride now. All right, like we got a mission. There we go. And then we're being like forced into a like an evac basically thing like off batu and i was like this is wild and i'm looking at it and i'm like i don't is this like i'm 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 looking at it and i'm like okay this is like that was the pre-show and then this is the ride itself cool um i was i was like maybe the picture of stormtrooper is like that's just after the ride maybe that's like at the end of the queue um and then we were on the ship, and I'm just, I was just amazed. I was blown away. The animatronics were fantastic. And the way that you feel like you're flying in space was nuts. Um, I, when then we got off, and then we got, like, out of that scene, and, like, we're in, we're, it looked like we were on, like, the Star Destroyer. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is, oh, this is insane. Like, I literally feel like I'm in the War of the Stars. The Star Wars. The War of the Stars. And we're walking through it, and I'm just geeking out the whole time because I wish this was real. Um, and I was like, oh my god. I, I remember I turned around to you at one point, you and Christian at one point, and I was like, this is a giant building. Like, Yeah, it's a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Of course it's giant. Yeah, I was, I was shook. Um, and and the cast members did an amazing job making you feel so immersed into it. You mean the first insane. order? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. And you know we get 
told to sit on these, um, like stand on the dots and everything. And basically, we're standing in that room, and then they tell us to go in another room, and I'm just like, when is the ride gonna start? Or is this? Are you talking about when uh, Kylo Ren's uh, interrogating us? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we get into that room, and, like, the stormtrooper up there, I didn't, like, it. he looked insane. He looked so real. And then when Ky- and Hux and, Ky- and Kylo come in, I'm just like, oh, my God. They look amazing. And then the door cuts out. And I was like, what is going on? What is happening? I was so overwhelmed. And then we get on the actual ride finally, and I'm like, this is wild. The fact that it's trackless, and just I, I think I put my hands on my head most of that ride. I just want to point out, everything that you've just described so far wasn't even the ride yet. It's the experience leading up to the ride. But you, but you can't blame yeah, it. I'm you, sorry. You can't blame it. What did you think him. about the ride itself? No, absolutely not. I'm just... It's just... <laughs> amazing how much you can talk about the whole thing itself before you even get onto the actual ride yeah the actual ride itself i thought it was cool the way we started out like we hacked that droid and everything and then hux is kind of leading us out because he's the spy um and then we get shot at by stormtroopers Wait, and what? That was... hux isn't leading you out is it was it not hux what, finn was it finn leading us out yeah Hux oh. is the bad guy. But isn't he the spy in like the movies? Technically, on Rise of the Resistance and on Batu, it takes place between episode um, episode eight and nine, I believe. Oh, okay. So but you don't under you don't realize Hux is the spy until episode nine. Got it. And okay. So Finn's it's getting Finn. us it's out. Finn that's taking you out, yeah. Okay. So Finn's taking us out and Stormtroopers are shooting at us, and I'm just like, oh my god, we need to get out of here. And then, all of a sudden, we get to the room with the AT-ATs, and I'm like, that was the coolest scene for me. Oh, yeah? Like, I, I put my hands on my head, and I'm just like, I'm mind-blown. I'm just like, oh my gosh. This this is wild. I can't... I wonder how much money went into this ride. <laughs> um, the, the, and the way that Finn looked, like, because we did both sides which was cool. Um, the way that Finn looked was amazing. And then when we get out of that room, then we go up the lift, Kyla was like right there. And we're like listening to the plan and everything. I'm like, these just look dope. Like there's no other way to describe it. And then he like starts coming after us. And my favorite scene was the AT-AT like scene. But then my other favorite scene was when the lightsaber like goes into the it cuts, ceiling cuts through the roof and i had no idea that that was even possible to do like i i i still wonder how that happened it was a um, lightsaber josh lightsabers can cut through a lot of material i wonder if it can cut through andamantium who nothing never mind I got, um, I got what you're saying josh don't worry thanks charlie uh, then, like we, he gets basically sucked out of the ship, and then we go on that little wild ride for a hot second, and then we're we're safe. The little wild ride. Yeah, Kylo Ren's wild ride, not Toad's. Um, and then you see, I, uh, what's his name? 
working on the working on the little ship right there. I can't remember his name. Lieutenant Beck. Yeah. And then we're back on Batu. And you're back on Batu. And we're safe. And you're safe from the first order. It was it was the coolest thing ever. Um I and I, I was so sad because I was like I wanted to do it again. Um but then back on Batu. My bad. Love it. Oh man. We'll cut that out. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Continue. No. Not your bad. You meant that. Oh my god. I'm new to this. All right, there you go. Don't Woo. worry. Cut chow. What just happened? Where are we at? <laughs> we're back on Batu. Feels like we're in Cars Land to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's another episode. One day. Um, so we're back on Batu. Yeah, we're back on Batu, and it was a huge day for me because I got to ride Rise. I tried a Ronto rap for the first time ever, and that was Ooh, delicious. Oh, yeah. How was your Ronto rap? I loved my Ronto rap. I still don't know really what was on it, but I loved it. That's You don't need to know. It was uh, a Ronto, and it was wrapped. That's all you need to know. Well, it was just delicious. It was, I didn't even know. Everyone like told me about Ronto raps and how good they were, but I just didn't really. I was like, that sounds weird. Um, and y'all got me to try it, so I was very happy about that. And it, we like barely waited for that, which was awesome. And it was only like five bucks, six bucks, I think. Oh, also, like oh, um, another first for all of us. We went to Oga's Cantina. That was cool. That was really cool. I liked that. Their drinks were fantastic. What did you get? I got the Bespin Fizz, the uh, Skywalker, dr- and the Skywalker drink. Yeah. The best. What did you get? Um, I had the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Which was interesting because it like it makes your mouth and tongue tingle um, from the foam on top. Yeah, I liked it. I also had had I mind trick. Um, It wasn't my favorite thing. I think I like the fuzzy tauntaun better. Um, Um, But we barely had to wait for that too, which was awesome. I was so happy you got a reservation. Yeah, that was a surprise. I just kept checking, and that popped up for me. And the the bar itself is really cool. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, DJ Rex. Anyone? I don't know. Josh didn't remember this. DJ Rex, the little DJ droid in there. He's from the original Star Tours. He was the pilot before it was C three PO. I forgot the whole backstory on it, but there's like a backstory of how they like found Rex and then they like cleaned him up, and now he's the DJ at Ogo's Cantina. Um, it's like a very small uh, space inside with tables all around, um, with bartenders and servers that come up to you and and serve you. Um, all of their answers that they give you for anything that you ask is very uh, Star Wars based. Like if you ask them what's in the drink, it's they're not telling you really exactly what's in it. They're telling you like where it came from in the Star Wars universe. As it should. As it should. And we because stood up at a immersed. table. We stood up at a table. Which was cool. It had like RGB lighting in the table and everything. Well, if you want and... to be, if you want to use technical terms. Yeah, I do. Um, and they did a really good job with social distancing and everything. Yeah, did you know? Did you know COVID nineteen exists on Batu? I that's didn't crazy. Know it reached, I didn't know it reached that galaxy far, far away. A long time ago. It's interesting. And the beer taps were really cool. Remember? Yeah, they um, the things that they're in. What is it? I don't. I don't even know what it's called. 
It's the droid. So you never you haven't finished Mandalorian yet, but it's the the droid from from Mandalorian when from the first episode. It's the one that like is the bounty hunter droid, basically. I can't remember the specific name of it. Johnny, if you don't mind looking that up. The bounty hunter from uh from which from which Star Wars? The droid Mandal- in the first episode of Mandalorian. Oh, got yeah. you. Isn't it IG eighty um, eight? I'm not even gonna look it up. It that's what it is. It's IG eighty eight. Oh wait, it's I, yeah, so, IG eighty eight. Sorry. So those are like the beer taps for all the for all the brews, which is really cool. And then we were there for that what an hour and a half. Oh, no, it wasn't that long because we hit our forty five minute limit. It, it was more than forty five minutes, but I guess they have a limit there. How long you can be in there? And um, basically, uh, they ha- at one point like everything shut down. Which I thought was kind of cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like I think it's DJ Rex. I think he blows a fuse or something, and then all the people working in there are like trying to figure out how to fix it, and they're like banging on things. That was really cool. I like that. Yeah, it was a nice little like show. It, I, I wouldn't and, call it a show, but it was. It added to the whole like atmosphere of it. The music was bumping. Bumping. You can listen to that soundtrack on, um, like it's streaming on Spotify and all that, and Apple Music. I would honestly put add that to my playlist. I already have, buddy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he Rex throws down some pretty sick beats. Uh, oh, we also went to uh, what was it called? Baseline Tap House for the first time. We did. Uh, that was really good. Their drinks were delicious. What did you get? Um, I got the Hazy Little Thing. It's an IPA it's from somewhere in California. I'm not the biggest beer fan, but it was pretty good, and that's all I have to say about it. What did you get? I got the Hefeweizen, and sure. it was delicious. Consume it was tight. 22 Thanks. It was 22 ounces for $10. You can't beat that at all. Wow, what a deal. Yeah, and we barely waited five minutes in line for it, so I was... Is, I that, was, is uh, that cheap, too, for beer? $10 for 22 ounces? Yeah. yeah. Do, do oh. you not think that's cheap? For a theme park, um, probably well, not. I was, gonna, yeah, but... I was gonna say for like for studios. Uh, step aside, boys. I feel like this is this is down my alley. Ten dollars for okay. a twenty-two ounce beer is actually pretty good. That's like brewery prices. Oh, so like yeah, you're oh, getting a pretty cool. good. What price. do I know? Not much <laughs> about this. So. And that one kind of nutty. Like we were already drinking, but like the beer really set me for it. I felt the beer more than I felt the Star Wars drink. Oh yeah, that one hit me hard. Um, for some weird reason, I don't know why. But you know, we pretty much did everything at studios, which was awesome. We, we did we everything but Star Tours. That's what. I, yeah, right. Which even I like Star Tours. It gives. It, for some reason, I get um, motion sickness on that one. I don't know why. That one, but not. Not a Millennium Falcon, or uh, yeah, because it's 3D. I think so. Yeah, but yeah, we did everything. We dropped in on the Hollywood Tower Hotel. We got backstage passes from Aerosmith at Rock and Roller Coaster. Actually, no, we didn't because the pre-show wasn't on. I was very upset about that. So we just kind of rode in a limo. Yeah, we rode to our show uh, in the limo. We rode Slinky Dog Dash at night. At night. It makes me think of SpongeBob. At night. Sweeping the floor at night. At night. Uh, we rode Alien Swirling Saucer. 
Oh yeah, we like ran to that before they close. We literally ran. Um, and I almost bought. I I I regret not doing a lightsaber. You regret not spending two hundred dollars on a lightsaber? Yeah, I, I calculated it. It's two hundred and fifteen dollars. Oh, you added the tax in there. I did. Look at you. I wasn't good at math in high school, but now Smart I am. boy. Actually, I asked my friend who she owns like four lightsabers. Oh. I was so impressed with you. I know that. <laughs> but I, and I, I think I know what color I would get. What, what color lightsaber would? Um, I would either get purple or blue. What about you? I would get red. Why? I like red. But or blue. That's those are the bad guys. Blue, not blue. Uh, if, bad guys, if, depending on what point of view you have. The if if we're talking bad guys with blue lightsabers, technically General Grievous uses yeah. a blue lightsaber. Yeah, I don't know. So, but but General Grievous isn't a, isn't a Sith. So like he's he's isn't not he he's technically though? he's not technically a Sith because he doesn't have force powers. The only he, he uses uh, a lightsaber like without force powers, and to be a Jedi, uh, you have to have force powers. You have to have the ability to control the uh, the force. Same thing with being like a Sith. Why did I think he had force powers then? He never did. He he he, um, he was an injured alien. And uses his his dope arms to uh, create some mayhem. Some mayhem that he did. Yeah, so that's my two cents. Well, I appreciate that. What else did you guys do this week? Did you watch the new episode of Wandavision? We yeah. did. Yes. Oh man, that was that was wild. I know Josh uh, has been holding this in. He's been waiting <laughs> to talk about this. Take it away. So. Um, can we get some love finally just for like Marvel side characters? Like, we love it. it like, there's all these like Jim Halpert finally had a, a role in in a Marvel film. Who? It was great. Jim Halpert in the Office. Jim you know? Halpert was in Wandavision. Yeah, you know. Uh, if can you, you ever explain watch the more, Office, please? Because I'm confused. If you ever watch The Office, you know there's that episode where are you talking about Asian Jim? Yeah. Oh. When Jim goes to the dentist and. Asian Jim takes over. Wait, are you telling me The Office is MCU? Yeah, The Office is uh, canon. Okay. So, but no, so we get Jimmy Choo, and we get, um, oh God, what should, I can't even think of her the other name of her right now. Um, oh gosh, I'm going to look it up really quick. Oh, that's my, that's my oh, job. You want me to look up? The girl from Thor? Yeah, the girl from Thor. I can't remember. Natalie her Portman? The side character. No, no. the other. No, the side character. What's there's twenty th- there's twenty five different side characters in that movie. You got to be specific. Cat, uh, Darcy Darcy Lewis, Cat Cat Denning's character. Darcy Lewis. Um, oh, okay. She had Darcy had like Cat Denning's character. Darcy had more of a, a um, arc in that one episode than all the Thor movies combined, which was awesome. So. Like, she deserved it so much. And the fact that they're bringing in Jimmy Choo from Ant-Man and then Darcy and everything, like, they're just bringing it all together. Um, and when we first, like, open up the episode, it's it's from Endgame. It starts off with, like, basically Endgame. And everyone's freaking out because everyone's in the hospital. And 
Monica's character is just very confused with what's going on because a blip just everyone just blipped back and in a hospital I can imagine being blipped back in a hospital that'd be terrifying you're doing surgery and all of a sudden just a, somebody just pops out of nowhere um, and then it kind of then it like goes into sword but sword isn't really introduced it's literally just like sword headquarters here is our fearful leader Tyler and I, think, then, I think we'll get more background information um Later on, I would like I would like to hope so because we ha we had such a build up with Shield that we need it we need it for Sword. Probably, I'm sure there will be. Um, then you know, it it this episode kind of brings everything full circle. If um, it answers so many questions, it you know um, and then when Jimmy gets introduced, he actually there's a callback to. To what is it? Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, when he's doing um, up close magic tricks and he shows him how to do it with the card and he does it with his business card and gives it to Monica's character. Um. Then you know we start the investigation, everything, and we start setting up, and then Darcy comes in, and this kind of like came this like it it popped some theories and then it added some new theories too. Um. I still fully am convinced that Scarlet Witch is the villain of this show and is the reason why the multiverse is ha how the madness of the multiverse is happening. And I'm convinced that Doctor Strange comes in at the end of the show and tries to fix everything. Um, so you think Doctor Strange is going to be in WandaVision? I think at the last episode, yeah. I think the last like five minutes. Oh, okay. And I, I don't, I don't think he's gonna like it's. A, because we haven't had like an end credit scene at all, but like I either think that he'll there'll be an end credit scene for the last episode, or he'll be in the last five minutes of the show and just show up to fix everything. Because do you think, think Spider Man will be in one division? I don't. Oh, okay. If and if he does, I think it's just a name drop. Oh. Okay. Um. Do you think um Do you think Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be in one division? No. Uh, the one cool thing, though, the scariest moment in this episode is the is when we see. Um, so they're doing all the, they're doing the board, like you know, getting everybody all the names and everything on the board, and the only one that they don't have information for, is Agnes's character. Who's Agnes? Agnes, the neighbor who's oh, like, uh, very friendly and everything. And are you sure? I, I I like I paused that scene and like that was the only information that wasn't on the board. Yeah. So, I wonder if she's the only real one in the town. Because now we see when things enter the town, they're not the same reality. So like that sword drone was just a toy helicopter, and then the the hazmat suit ended up being a beekeeper, which is what I thought originally. So, we'll see what's going to happen. What are your thoughts on the this past episode? Um, I liked it. I liked how it tied everything from the past three episodes together. Um, like I said before, I don't know anything about the comic books, so I just kind of watch it, and I take it all in, and I say, oh, that's from that, that's from that. This is what's going to happen. I don't have all these theories or anything. I just like watching it and seeing what's, I'm like, just see what's happening, you know? I just like uh, following the story. 
I think the show is very directed towards comic book lovers. I think it's directed to both. I think I can sit here and watch it and be impressed with it, while other people who know all the other little ins and outs of Marvel can see all the little Easter eggs. Um, I, I was reading an article this past uh, week, and it was... Comicbook.com. No. Yes, I, forgot what, I forgot what it was. But it was like, we forgot how to... Pe- like People forgot how to watch TV, and people got so mad with WandaVision because it's such a buildup to what's going on that people just want this show to start already but with epi- this new episode we get like that full circle build up now yeah and people like people are so used to being able to like binge everything like on netflix like when a series comes out like it's the whole season and you can sit there for hours and watch it this is the way disney plus is doing it is kind of like old style television where a show comes out every week and i like that i think it's a really good idea and then the, just the way that they're doing this show in particular is fantastic um there's just a lot to un- there's so many answers got so many questions so many questions answered so many more questions left not unanswered now do you think loki will be in wandavision i forgot that there was a loki tv show i don't think loki will be a- so because we're going more multiverse with marvel right now i don't think loki the- i don't think loki tv show is going to take place in the in the regular MCU universe. Oh. I think it's going to take place in an alternate reality and then merge the two together. Do you think but Black Panther will be in WandaVision? Definitely not. Okay. Uh, I don't think any... I, if if someone from Black Panther is is going to be mentioned, it will be Shuri. Do you, think, because... do you think Kylo Ren will be in WandaVision? Sorry, I just wanted to ask. Yeah, you know, they're casting everybody for Spider-Man 3, so I think this is just a build-up, you know? Okay. Uh, Kylo Ren definitely, you know, might pull some stuff in oh. Spider-Man Three. Who knows? Oh. Yeah, you know, who knows? Are you and saying Shuri's going to be the Black Panther? I that that would I'm pretty I I think they confirmed that that was it was going to be that way. I think they were planning on making it that eventually. I think uh, I think then a little turn of events. Obviously, um, they're going it to would speed be, up that process. It would be good to kill him off screen. Yeah. And th- that's the start of the movie is his funeral and then start Black Panther too. But we're also getting we're we're getting more cosmic related. Um Guardians 3 starts filming in a few weeks. Um Thor 4 is already filming in Australia right now. And apparently like the Guardians have been seen on set. So it's going to be the Asgardians of the galaxy basically, which is dope. Um it's all going to come full circle, though. I think, and WandaVision was the start of it. Hmm. Um, I, I'm not my. I'm least excited for is Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think it'll be good. I just don't think it's going to be great, personally, in my opinion. But that's just me. Well, if um, WandaVision is great, I think they're all going to be great. I think oh, Loki oh. and Falcon and Winter Soldier will be great. Loki is going to be great in its own because I think Loki is going to introduce the next big bad for the Avengers. Thanos? No, Thanos is going to play a small role in the Eternals movie because oh. we're seeing the past and we're seeing the past. But Loki we're going to see the time agency. Um we're going to and we're just going to see a whole new universe come together, I think. 
Um, and then it's going to set up. I I think WandaVision and Loki are going to perfectly set up the Secret Invasion TV show. And I'm glad it's a TV show and not a movie. Hmm. Because well, yeah. Go ahead. I could I could honestly ramble about Marvel for hours. You heard it here, folks. Here for uh, you heard it here first, folks. On onward to the magic podcast. That I could ramble for hours about Marvel. No, the the future of Marvel. Oh, uh, yeah. I would I would like to dedicate a whole show one day just about Marvel, like theories and everything, and bring on some guests for that one. Who who would you bring on? Uh, I for for Marvel theories, I would love to bring on my friend Serge because he's a huge he knows more about the comics than I do hmm. um, I would love to bring on Christian because he knows more probably about the comics than I do and I should I think so what about Kevin uh, Feige I would I would kill to talk to Kevin Feige like right. that would be amazing I Let's would try. I would love that Kevin Feige I, if you're listening I think yeah. I would honestly I think I would panic too much and have like a fanboy moment honestly Good. Like he's one of my idols, and it was kind of like when I met William Ryan Key at a concert, and I like accidentally almost spilt beer on him, and I I fanned a little too much. Good, I'm glad you did that. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I mean, like it would just be cool to interview uh, Kevin Feige for sure, or any of like the B-list actors or anything. Let's make it happen. I would. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um. But yeah, those are all my thoughts on Marvel for this this week. Um, um, yeah. Did you have anything else you'd like to talk about, Nick? No, I think uh, I think we're, it's time to wrap it up this time. Do you have any closing uh, closing remarks? What about Johnny? I want to hear from Johnny. Do I have anything to say? Yeah, we love to hear from yeah I want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So I say about anything. I says. To I says to you guys, I says to my my other podcast, Crew Continuum, shout out to them. I said that the Rainforest Cafe in downtown Disney better look like a Yavin outpost, and Johnny was right. They have satellite dishes, they have like all this stuff going on to it. So it's pretty dope. Uh it looks really nice. I also built a stormtrooper Lego set um to the other day. That was kind of dope. Um Man, I feel like I'm missing something. How long did it big. take you? It took me about two hours. Uh, the slave one took me way longer, but um, yeah, the stormtrooper helmet was awesome. Um, but yeah, that's really yeah. I have really nothing like Disney related to bring up. I mean, I've done a bunch of like I got sports news up the up the you know t- tons of it, but yeah, I don't really got a uh, got anything else. <laughs> you don't have any. You don't have any nerdy news. Ah, uh, not really. Um, no, I, I just really big happened this week. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Yeah, it happens. You know, uh, are you guys are you guys watching or anything watching anything or want to suggest anything to the people listening before we end this episode? What do you guys Ooh, any wait. shows that you're watching I, besides there WandaVision? Was some, there was something that I actually want to bring up. Okay. Um, Funko Fair happened this past week, and if anybody's a Funko Pop collector, um, there was a ton of releases. It was awesome. And a lot of the pre-orders can be found on Amazon and Box Lunch. Funko.com completely sold out. But What, what is it? Uh, so Funko Fair. Uh, oh, I love a good fun fair. Yeah, fun fair. Uh, basically, it's like where they release a lot of their um, upcoming stuff for the year or like the springtime. 
I'm new to Funko collecting and I have 31 and I am ashamed of it. Well, uh, my question is, is did you tell yeah, me, Johnny? sorry to cut you off, I just, had, I just have to know, because we all know you love Funko Pops. Anyone that follows you on Instagram knows you love Funko Pops. But my question is, is do you, you are you the one who told me why um, Star Wars Funko Pops are technic, are always bobbleheads? I probably told you, and I can't remember the reason why. Oh, right then now. you didn't. So I'll tell you. Um, so Star Wars, if you if you notice, any Star Wars Funko Pop is always a bobblehead. It's because I guess the Star Wars figure thing is owned by Hasbro, so they they didn't like like Funko wasn't allowed to make Star Wars anything uh, unless it was a bobblehead, and that's why if you buy any Star Wars anything from Funko Pop, it's going to be a bobblehead. Hmm. There you go. That's take take that I little information home with you. I'm sitting at home, so perfect. All right, perfect. I didn't Sorry, I cut you off. You finished what you were saying, Joshy. <laughs> no, I don't remember now. It's okay. Good. That's okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Also, I do want to point out, we do have an Instagram. Instagram. We do have an at Instagram. Onward, at Onward to Magic. That's it. Just Can go ahead and give it a follow. follow. Um, maybe next week we'll like have a Facebook. Go like our three, whatever there is now, pictures. Um, maybe next week we'll have a Facebook. Also, if you like the podcast, give us a good rating on whatever platform you're listening. Maybe even a review. I don't care. A review would Just be cool. rate us, you know? Yeah, Why look not? at them. Check them out. They do pretty yeah. good. Yeah, uh, one, out of, one out of ten. <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's out of five, but okay. If you want to give us... Well, Read us twice. Um, all right, say goodbye to your listeners. You guys want to? Oh wait, what are we gonna do? Um, so everybody, so uh, I just want to say, have a great week, have a killer week, and uh, you know, onward. Not onward. Um, yeah, onward. Um, yeah. Until next time, guys. Till the spire and onward. Onward. How to do it.